0: Hey, what's up everybody on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you're tuning into this podcast. I don't know, maybe you're an alien. Maybe you're from Mars and you're intercepting the Earth's internet. Well, whoever you are or wherever you are, welcome to the show. Welcome to For Real Though with me, your host, Rocco Ruiz. And just in case it's your first time tuning into the podcast, on this show, I talk about movies and I'm guessing you're tuned in Because you like talking about movies too and learning more about movies. Or maybe, I don't know, you hate me and you love torturing yourself. Well, either way, thank you because you're helping me earn from this podcast. I I know it's a minuscule amount, but it's still something. (laughs) And today on the podcast, I'm going to be talking about a movie that I was really looking forward to. Like, I have been looking forward to for a while. Because, let's be honest, Suicide Squad, if you guys have seen that movie... I was really, 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 really hyped for that movie when it came out back in like 2016. Like before it came out in 2016. And when it came out, dude, I was just, I was heartbroken, okay? By how much it sucked. It was like one of the worst movies of all time that had like so much potential. It had like a star-studded cast, star-studded, talented cast. It had the budget. It had a huge DC budget. It had great characters. Uh, Who have like an amazing lore and history behind them. But what happened? They rushed it. The writing sucked. The writing and like I guess the direction. I'm guessing, you know, David Ayer is a good director. But I'm guessing, I don't know. They rushed the project too much. And the producers micromanaged him. And told him to make it more like Marvel. And that's why Suicide Squad sucked so much. I was... In denial so bad when that came out i was like i don't know it's still good i liked it better than batman vs superman but let's be honest bvs batman vs superman is still a good movie compared to the crap that suicide squad was so i was looking to this movie i was i was looking at birds of prey as a possible redemption movie for suicide squad because Brief background here. I love the character of Harley Quinn like almost as much as I love the character of Joker. And I'm the ultimate Joker fanboy, but I also love how Harley Quinn isn't just the female Joker. In fact, she's kind of like an anti-Joker in a way because Joker's like totally evil beyond redemption. And Harley Quinn is this one person who sees that he's a damaged person. Like he she sees hope in him, and that makes her an interesting character on her own like she's crazy in her own way (laughs) but I also love what they've been doing with Harley Quinn lately because okay for those who don't know Harley Quinn was like straight up a villain in the 90s Um, but she was already obviously being abused by the Joker being used as a tool by the Joker but she continued to be a villain and for a while there was like this time when she partnered up with uh, Poison Ivy where on in, on some occasions you could say that they they were that, that Harley Quinn was bisexual and had a relationship with Poison Ivy and i think it is that way in some comics but i love what they've done with Harley Quinn lately in the new 52 new 52 rather the new 52 they kind of rebooted the DC universe in the comics and they made Harley Quinn like an anti-hero instead of a villain and in the new Harley Quinn comics she has her own capers. She has her own little wacky adventures. And oftentimes, she's actually saving people. But in her own, you know, like, anti-hero, violent way. Which, of course, Batman is against. So Batman still, you know... Well, on occasion, he works with Harley Quinn. But the rest of the time, he's still, like, trying to control her. Trying to stop her from operating outside of the law. Even if, even if that's what he does, too. So that's what, that's what they did with this new Birds of Prey movie. Like, she is emancipated from Joker. She's doing her own thing. And she's going against crime in her own special Harley Quinn way. Okay, so for those of you who aren't familiar with the comics and those of you who are bored by comics, I'm sorry if I bored you back there. But, you know, the more you know, right? doesn't hurt to learn something new every day. And for those who are comic fans, I'm sorry if I got any of those facts wrong. Feel free to correct me. But hey, I'm a Harley Quinn fanboy. I'm pretty sure I didn't, you know, give anyone fake news regarding Harley Quinn's history. So, back to Birds of Prey. It was everything I hoped it would be and more. Um, Okay, I'm going to be talking spoilers in this podcast episode, so... If you haven't seen the movie yet, I suggest you pause this podcast episode first, go see it, come back, then we can talk about it together. But if you don't mind spoilers, you know, um, continue listening. I mean, it's your decision. I'm not going to hate on you if you're not the type who isn't against spoilers. But anyways, here we go. So, first of all, I love how... They didn't put the Joker in this movie. As much as I love the character of the Joker, Harley Quinn needed to be in the spotlight for once. But I only wish, my only qualm about that decision was, I wish there was more of a build-up, you know? I wish you would feel the breakup more if there was a relationship prior that was big, that, like, went, I don't know, Went across several movies before this actual this actual breakup because you don't really feel the breakup. You just feel like it feels like the start of a story where it could have been at the middle already. Like the payoff just wasn't that big. But the director, Kathy Yan, I believe that's her name, did the best she could do. And I see the effort. I see how she was trying to make a whole story, even if we're like kinda of starting in the middle. Even if we like kind of skip through the beginning and everything, skip through uh, a lot of establishing stuff. And that's why I really love the animated bit in the beginning where it was classic Harley Quinn drawn like a Looney Tune. And she was explaining her her history with the Joker from her point of view, which I found really refreshing and entertaining. As much as I hate people just saying things and not showing it. For some reason, when it's narrated by Harley Quinn, it's entertaining. The same way it's entertaining when Deadpool kind of narrates his story instead of showing it. Like, if you're a character that's outrageous and downright comedic, it's fine for you to, you know, say it instead of show it. As opposed to in Suicide Squad, when Amanda Waller just said everything, it was so bad, you know, that was the worst establishing sequence ever like they were tr- they're spoon-feeding the audience in the laziest way possible but with this new movie with Birds of Prey whenever Harley Quinn would narrate something you're entertained as much as you know cheesy or cliche cliche uh her narrations are sometimes it's funny it's hilarious you know that's her character her character um, having monologues is entertaining. And that's what this movie was. It, it was kind of like a long Harley Quinn monologue with the story sprinkled in between that monologue. And it, it, was, it was fun. I really liked that. I really liked that the whole movie was kind of from her point of view. And the only down, downside with that is I wish that there were more of the other Birds of Prey. Like, there's enough. There's definitely enough. Like, I'm satisfied, but there could have been more. But let's just say this movie's an introduction to the Birds of Prey. Because, dude, all the characters were well-rounded and entertaining. Mary Elizabeth Winstead as Huntress. I love what they did. They made her this badass character, but with bad social skills. Because she was raised by assassins and did not know how to socialize with normal people. I love that. I love how Black Canary is kind of like... This woman who's kind of like in the same situation as Harley Quinn. Where she's like kind of oppressed by this abusive dude. But she just wants to break free and be her own thing. And Cassandra Cain, the kid. How she's just this downright like delinquent. But with a heart of gold. Or like she's relatable. All of them are relatable. And Renee Montoya. Like I bet so many women... And maybe men and, well, anyone in general can relate to her how she's just like being pushed around and used at her job. Even if she is the real valuable asset at that job. And yet, you know, she's just being bullied, I guess, and taken for granted. Like who can't relate to that? At one point in everyone's life, like I bet you all felt that way, right? And even, what's his name? Uh, Ewan McGregor. Uh, Black Mask, a well-rounded villain. I love how he was eccentric, but downright still an asshole. Because you got to be an asshole if you want to be the villain of a movie. If you want people to hate you. Like, he was just so real. Like, I could name a few guys just like Black Mask. Like, eccentric, but like, sexist. And just downright huge douchebags. Like, that is Black Mask. He is a real guy like there are so many real guys like him and also his like relationship with Victor Zaz, his sidekick they have this platonic questionably platonic bromance and that was so entertaining too like i i guess besides margot robbie being the strongest suit of this entire movie the cast in general and the writing behind the characters is like the glue of this movie it's like the foundation of the movie and besides that the tone was really good too i loved how it was so messy it was going back and forth i loved how it was kind of like spider verse where there're just freeze frames happening all the time with doodles happening over the those freeze frames that was just really great cuz i'm a huge fan of cartoons like saturday morning cartoons especially as a kid uh well until now like i'm going to i'd be lying if i didn't say i loved watching cartoons until now but this movie is like a live action cartoon and it is like unapologetically like a cartoon. Now, it's not like a cartoon like Space Jam is a cartoon, but like the way it's just wacky and over the top and crazy, It, I guess, I know I keep saying this, but it, it really is kind of like Deadpool, but don't get me wrong, it's not a Deadpool ripoff. But it's in the same category as Deadpool. Like, if Deadpool were to have, like, a female counterpart, it would be this movie. And I love that, man, because I love Deadpool. And I love Birds of Prey. Now, I didn't expect this movie to be as, you know, groundbreaking as Joker with Joaquin Phoenix. And it wasn't. And I'm okay with that because not every movie has to be like that. This movie is like... A theme park kind of movie it's purely for entertainment even though there are some serious um, topics the movie does bring up especially like how men are assholes I'm sorry but I'm sorry on behalf of our gender but majority of us really are jerks you know and this movie sheds light on that reality and it sheds light on so many problems women have to face every day in this world and in its own right, even if it is like amusement park kind of movie, it is like a popcorn film. It is groundbreaking in a sense because it's like the first comic book movie, correct me if I'm wrong, to kind of shed light on stuff that's serious when it comes to topics people don't really talk about a lot. Especially women like getting date raped and like harassed when's the last time you saw that in a comic book movie that like almost never happens and this movie just shed the spotlight on that talking about things people are too afraid to talk about and i applaud you kathy-ann and margot robbie for for doing that because this movie was like pitched by margot robbie originally there was supposed to be a joker and harley quinn movie but margot robbie kind of pitched hey i want a girl gang movie starring harley quinn And She made it happen and she made it happen in the best way possible because this movie is the most Harley Quinn movie they could have made like Not only were they faithful to Harley Quinn and the rest of the characters, but I believe they added more depth to these characters and I applaud the movie for that Now if you guys want more of Harley Quinn because let's be honest Well for me at least I can never get enough (laughs) Um, I don't know. I just love crazy women. What can I say? Okay, she's not crazy. She's just... She's special. Okay. Um, uh, Watch the Harley Quinn series. The the new Harley Quinn animated series that came out in 2019. I believe the 10th episode is out now. So you can binge watch episodes 1 to 10. If you want even more over-the-top Harley Quinn craziness, like that is... In the TV series. That's in the Harley Quinn TV series. It does things that they can't do in the live action. Like some of the violence in the cartoon and some of the meta jokes are like too much for the live action movie. Like they could have been too much for the live action movie. They do all of those in the cartoon. And she is best friends with Poison Ivy. Like her and Poison Ivy are the main characters. And of course Joker is the main antagonist which is why I love the series so much. And they they really make him an asshole. Like, a realistic douchebag. But he is funny and charming in his own way. And that's what makes the Joker Joker. Even if he's, like, the biggest a-hole ever, he still has a sense of humor. A dark sense of humor. And back to Birds of Prey. So, I love pretty much almost everything about it. Except the fight choreography. Like, the action is good. Like, compared to other... DC movies lately, the action is really good But Harley Quinn just seems so lucky and the other Birds of Prey because like the henchmen just take turns Before beating them up. None of them really like gang up on them all at once And that's the only qualm I guess the only big qualm I had about the movie was the fights were kind of video gamey. like they look good uh, No doubt about that the fights look good, but it just seemed unrealistic like they'd really take turns fighting this like 110 pound woman and it's like they they were afraid to gang up on her for some reason and she gets away with a lot of stuff like i guess the reason why she gets away with a lot of stuff is maybe because some people think she's still with the joker and are afraid to mess with her but those henchmen who beat her up dude like they could have gone way harder and they didn't but i did appreciate though and i mean this in a good way i don't enjoy seeing it okay but like you know when Harley Quinn gets beaten up and tossed around and punched this movie was not afraid to show that side of her character like unfortunately she does get beat up a lot cuz a lot of people hate her and that's what suicide squad was kind of like too afraid to do they didn't they didn't show Joker beating her, beating her up as much as it is a horrible thing and I don't enjoy seeing women get uh you know beat up it's part of her character it's kind of why she acts the way she is and I love that this movie stayed true to that. Even if even when they showed her brief history, they showed that her dad was an asshole. She was raised by abusive nuns. And that just made her character even more charming. I don't know. Am I messed up for saying that? Like, it just made her feel more real as a person. And I think that's one of the strongest suits of this movie. Is it made Harley Quinn really relatable. It made all the Birds of Prey relatable. And that's all I have to say for this podcast episode. I mean honestly I could go on and on. Because I really love this movie. I'm planning to see it again. And it's not like the greatest movie of all time or anything like that. Okay, But it's just genuinely entertaining. And I love how they stayed true to Harley Quinn's character. It is like not the deepest movie ever. Okay don't expect that. But it's just, it's a fun movie. It's a fun ride. And I'm guessing since you listened to the spoilers, you've already seen it. And well, if you'd like to let me know if you hated the movie and disagree with me, and I don't know, maybe you want to rave about the movie, uh, we can talk about the movie more. Like, we don't have to stop with this podcast episode. You can follow me on Instagram. That's at For Real though. F-O-R-R-E-E-L-T-H-O. The same on Facebook. And you can comment on my post of this podcast episode or send me a DM. I don't know, slide into my DMs. Go ahead. I'd love to talk about movies with any of you guys. And honestly, I really want to see, after this, I really want to see a Joker and Harley Quinn movie. I want to see Jared Leto redeem himself. Like, Harley Quinn has, has redeemed herself from that God awful Suicide Squad movie. It's Joker's turn. For real though.